Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. Um, I think this is going to be the best broadcast that I've ever done. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I've been changing and growing, so I think they're getting more and more powerful. And I just really felt so enthusiastic about this. I couldn't wait to come in today and share what I am um, sharing about for this week's topic. So welcome everyone who is here live. Hello to everyone who is listening to the recording. You can share where you're tuning in from in the world. <clears throat> and I will uh, be following the comments throughout. Um, so today's topic basically is, is illness a spiritual upgrade? Is your body um, going through a detoxification process? Is your body purging the old, you know, programming? And that physical illness is a part of that, that we're not just evolving and upgrading, you know, what we think, what we believe, how we see ourselves, how we see the world, and moving from those programs, those old programs of like, that ego identity of I'm not good enough. I have to keep going. I have to do more. My power comes from outside of me. You know, I have no intrinsic value. My value is conditional. Like there's so many things that are in the subconscious system. And when we do things, whether it's like, um, get in a new relationship and realize like, wow, I've got some baggage in here. I've got to release in order to really show up in a loving relationship. Or you do something like, um, you know, many years back, I, I decided I wanted to run a marathon. And through that journey, I, I, my body was showing me what I was carrying that wasn't serve, serving me. And I had to literally write down like old beliefs, new beliefs. You know, I'm not cut out to do this. I'm not good enough. I'll get sick. Uh, this isn't for me. Um, blah, 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 blah. You know, I had the, right, the right body shape. Like there were so many things I didn't realize until I approach that new um, experience. I approach that new me. And um, the biggest part of that experience for me for, for that running that marathon, the first time I did it, um, was really like cleaning out the, the closets of what I didn't even know I was subconsciously holding. But my body was showing me like it would break down at a certain level. Like I could run six miles, but then eight miles, I started getting pain. And like after I got over 15 miles, it was like my body totally shut down, like severe pain. You're not doing this. And I had to look at like what's underneath this. It's always what's underneath the physical symptoms. That's where the real nuggets of insight are, not just, you know, what we think is, is, is there. Um, but anyway, I, I did do that to like literally put in the new truth. Like I, I am guided. My body is healthy. I can stay resilient. Um, and because it was truly a heart's desire to do that marathon, not just like, I'm going to, you know, kick everyone's butt and then I'll be so great. It wasn't like so much an ego venture. Uh, my body led me through that whole new endeavor of being the person who had done this thing versus being a person who was like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. Um, I, I believed in myself more. I, I trusted myself more. I was more in flow with myself. Um, and it was the opening of so many other things in my life. Um, so for, for us, for no matter what it is that you're endeavoring to do, maybe you start a new business and you're like, oh no, this won't work. And you realize, right, what comes to the surface? Oh, my doubt. And we want to actually welcome that to come up rather than like, oh, let me just not do this thing. Okay, now I don't feel that doubt. You want to let things come up and you want to let them move through. And so, yeah, we can do that energetically, mentally, emotionally, but our body is also assisting us with this physically. And that detox that happens as we like get an acute illness and move through those symptoms of maybe your nose is just like hosing out or you have um, diarrhea or you have just lots of sweating and like a lot of heat and toxins and a fever and burning stuff off. And like literally your body is transmuting energy you want to support it through that process. Um, so whether it's an acute illness where you get that like viral kind of syndrome uh, or even with chronic illness, your body is letting you become aware of what you're ready to release. <sighs> so welcome. 
Thank you for being here. I'm so glad you're here. Pokey says up and through. All right, we have Bonjour from Montreal. Hello, Zdenka. Uh, someone from New Hampshire in Facebook. Holly, that's me right now. I'm starting my own business and lots of doubt and fear coming up. Yes, so keep moving toward your highest desire and like finding ways to breathe through that. It will release. Your body can physically transmute those densities. Karen, yes. Getting past the physical symptoms is the hard part. Sometimes it's all I can feel. Patty from New York, Barbara from Las Vegas, Simona from the Bay Area, uh, Lambie, can anxiety be living in fight or flight? Yes, that is exactly uh, what's happening for so many. Malva from Sweden, hello. Hello to Carrie, Heidi from Colorado, Virginia, Oregon, San Diego, South Africa, hello. Samich, Samiha, uh, JP, hello. Jen, Louisa from Montreal. All right. I'm so glad everyone's here and I will continue to follow the comments, everyone coming in. We do have a live free workshop coming up on the 20th. It'll be recorded if you're not able to be there live on the 20th. Uh, there will be a really, really powerful integration. We'll be doing some exercises in the workshop. I will guide you through this understanding of like, what is your electromagnetic body? How is my body assisting my awakening and my ascension and how is my body assisting this process how do i work with the body specifically for those who have begun to realize that who you are in the world uh, maybe isn't who you're really here to be and that you may be starting a business or doing coaching or you want to write a book or you want to be in greater contribution someone who is in my be the medicine program just said no matter what I'm creating, whether I'm making a meal for my children or like going to endeavor to write a book, I want to be creating from the highest aspect of me. And I thought that was such a beautiful way to um, to share it. So there are a lot of us awakening to realize like, whoa, maybe there's something bigger or, or more contribution that I'm here to be, that I'm here to do. And those old programs of who I thought I was are really not serving me. And so you're ready to make a change and step into something else but how do I do that? It's in the unknown. How do I get the clarity? How do I create um, and begin trusting the creative process within myself? Um, so this free workshop will be on the 20th. The link to register is at drkimd.com forward slash workshop. Um, and it's free. I will put the link right here in the chat. Um, and specifically in the workshop, it's um, increasing the frequency of your business, increasing the frequency of your work. What are you doing here in the world? What are you here to do? And how do you step into something higher? So I am really excited to be sharing that. You can go to register for that for free now if that resonates or if you want to check out the page to get more information about that workshop. Um, we do also have the Be The Medicine program open for registration now. The details for that, where I'm working with you personally through the course of four months, um, specifically in how you are creating your life, um, it's called Be The Medicine, and that's drkimd.com forward slash BTM. And I would be very, very enthusiastic for people who want to find out more or ask questions. We are available for that. Okay, so here we go. Over the last few weeks, I have gone through a very uh, intense process of what you would call an acute illness, like a really, really severe, pretty freaking sick. And it wasn't like two days and then I'm kind of up and at him, or usually it's like one day and I'm pretty much up and at him. Um, it, this was like 10 days, pretty much on the couch. Um I had never had this before and I'm looking now at why that is. And I was aware very soon into this course of the illness um, that this was something much deeper than just like a little reboot. Whenever I've gone through this kind of like a viral illness, I always see it as a reboot. Like my system's recalibrating, my body's on my side. We're dumping everything that's not serving me and making space for more of the true me. And that has always very much shown to be true, um, especially over the last few years where I've had some, like I said, a whole day where I really didn't feel good um, and, and known like, wow, my system's really rebooting and, and integrating something and recalibrating physically. So this time was like way, way, way 
of a deeper, deeper process. And I have a lot to say on this and um, I'm going to do my best in this broadcast to really share the pieces and the nuggets of wisdom that have come through this process that in some ways have been uh, more powerful than anything I've gone through before. Okay. So the first thing is, you know, we're in this realm where we are taught your body's broken. Like, oh, you got cancer. Oh, you have kidney disease. Oh, you got sick. You have a virus. Oh, bummer. And then it's a matter of like, how do I suppress the symptoms and get back to where I was? There's no um, acknowledgement in that realm for the body's intelligence, that the body's actually doing something highly, highly um, organized and highly beneficial. So whether it's an acute illness of like, oh, damn, I caught the virus. Oh, why did this happen to me? I guess I shouldn't have gone to that event or all oh, my kids school or blah, blah, blah. So in that way, it's random. It's, uh, you know, this contagious thing that happened to me and I'm unlucky. And so all of that paradigm of seeing illness and seeing the body is victim right? I'm an innocent bystander here. Why did this happen to me? And it shouldn't have happened, right? It's wrong. It's bad. And let me just get over this and like get back to my regularly scheduled program. For those of you who are dealing with chronic illness, you are beginning to see or very, very, very well already have seen how heavy that belief system is, how heavy that perspective is, because it's like, shit, I'm, this is all bad and shouldn't be happening. And like, I should be up and about and running around. And now I'm doing this instead. And that's like a nightmare. Uh, so you begin to kind of question like, what if that's not true? What if none of that is true? And so I've shared before when I buy into a lie, right? My body's broken. Someone needs to help me. This bad thing happened to me. It should have happened. When I buy into the lie, I'm going to feel the heaviness of that. I'm going to feel the powerlessness of that. I'm going to feel the burden of that. And because your sensory system is doing what it's designed to do, that will feel heavy in some way. most people aren't really paying attention to what they're feeling and sensing and what their wisdom is telling them. So you just like override the whole thing, pop a bunch of pills and try to get better. But then actually did your body upgrade anything? Did your life actually improve? Are you just back to your regular old belief systems? But it seems like now you're getting ahead because you're back at work. Okay. So when we see it that way, you know, we're a victim. Our body's just this you know, stupid, essentially stupid. Aaron Abke says it best. He's like, how can people carry this on and keep thinking the body's just the stupid thing that, oh, it didn't know how to like reverse cancer. So it grew this cancer tumor. Oh, stupid body. Let's kill those cancer cells. No, this is not what's happening. Um, so that's kind of like the, the faulty belief system that's like keeping a lot of things in place. So I just want you to see if like you could expand beyond that for a minute. So seeing that it's there, it's kind of the first step oh yeah, I have seen it that way. And it does feel really heavy. Um, so what happens is like when we operate in that belief system of like my body is broken, I'm talking about like acute and chronic illness, the whole gamut, my body is broken. Um, I am a victim. Right? And I'm not saying you consciously buy into that, of course, but like subconsciously, oh, why me? Why did this happen? This is bad. This shouldn't be happening. You are, um, it, it affects not only the chemical and the physiology and the thoughts going through your brain, it affects you electromagnetically. So we have three nervous systems. <laughs> we have the sort of general nervous system we understand of like the, um, you know, the brain is communicating to I'm going to lift my arm up and down. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to tell the brain to do this thing. So like the voluntary nervous system, I'm going to sense and feel what's, you know, touching my body. That's your voluntary nervous system. Then you've got the autonomic nervous system, which is involuntary for breathing, for heart rate, for dilating your blood vessels, for stimulating your immune system, for you know, digesting your food and peristalsing your gut peeing and pooping, like it's, it's in charge of all the universe of that. 
But then the third system, which most people don't actually acknowledge, is sort of like the, the meridian system, the electromagnetic nervous system. And if you've ever had acupuncture or learned anything about acupuncture or EFT tapping and acupressure, you've experienced the power of this nervous system. This is the nervous system that's being tested when we do kinesiologic testing, meaning like, you know, your body goes strong or it goes weak. You can hold your arm out and you could try this later. Have someone try to press down on your wrist um, and you, you think a true thought, you know, my name is Kim Dorama and you'll stay strong, you know, depending on how much pressure, reasonable amount of pressure. Uh, my name is Mickey Mouse and, and it's going to go weak because that nervous system is communicating with every cell throughout the whole body and it will either strengthen your motor sensory nervous system so your arm stays strong or it will weaken that you can get information um, about lots of things with this kinesiologic process like will this supplement strengthen my health right now and you stay strong okay i'm going to take some of this should i take one tablet should i take two tablets because your cells are listening and they are communicating and you can use this example as a way to tap into that intelligence and communicate with it and get information so what we're seeing here, though, is in that third uh, nervous system is either you're going to be weak, you're going to be strong as an overall physical being. And when you buy into consciously or unconsciously these belief systems of like, oh, I shouldn't be sick. I should be out being productive or, oh, why did this happen to me? It's wrong. Or, oh, I caught a virus. I shouldn't have caught it. I was stupid. I didn't sleep enough. Why didn't, you know, why didn't I do better? I used to do this myself, I kill myself about why didn't I take better care of myself? It actually weakens your entire electromagnetic field that gets registered on every level. And so that electromagnetic reality of seeing the body this way, seeing illness as a wrongness, seeing the body as broken, um, seeing the, the self as a victim, like, oh, how did I get cancer? How did I get this autoimmune disease? seeing it as random versus what's actually happening, which is what we're going to get to in this broadcast. Thank you for staying with me. That will really make your system weak. It will suppress vitality. It will suppress your health and the body gets sicker and sicker and sicker. This was my experience many years back when I developed this like autoimmune disease and they're like, oh, this is what's going on. Oh, there's some infectious component. Oh, there's mold and blah, blah, blah. And it was all so confusing. My body just kept getting worse until we make this foundational correction, like the foundation I'm standing on, right? What's right about this I'm not getting. I trust my body. I surrender instead of fight and control. We're not in the electromagnetic, electromagnetic foundation that allows that vitality to course through the body and let the body heal itself. This is why I have literally dedicated my entire life and medical practice to this level of supporting health. Like, great, we can do things to like put antibiotics and kill all the bugs or sew your arm back on if it's off. And those are awesome things. But I knew where I would have the most power, impact, and leverage was operating in this foundational level, which is what allows everything to come back into health, everything in your whole system. Okay, so that's sort of our premise. So your body in reality is going to reflect these subconscious belief systems and show you what you're holding, whether you like it or not. And one of the things we do um, when people are working with me in groups or live, uh, you know, independently, um, we get underneath those symptoms. So for me, I had this physical illness. I actually knew what was going on. I had been in store for a massive reboot and I knew there would probably be some level of a physical reboot along with that, right? Like mentally, emotionally went to an entire different level of who I am, a higher different level of surrender, an entire different level of willingness to just dump everything I thought I was and surrender the fear, surrender control and really receive the truth of what I am, the strength of what I am. Let myself be lived rather than trying to like control my life. And so I knew there'd be some kind of like a physical component of that. And sure was. But what happened was, um, you know, all these physical symptoms, but 
intermittently there were these like, you know, and I talked about it last week, <sighs> periods where I'm like, I don't know how to move through this. Like, like you're delivering a baby and you're like, I'm so overwhelmed. Whoa. Because there's still some level of control and holding happening in the nervous system. Okay. So how do I breathe through that to allow the dissolution of that layer? Surrender. Um, and I'm going to talk about the specific components that allow you to move through illness so that you get the upgrade and the reboot and you move through things as fluidly as possible. But the biggest number one, most essential ingredient for me was surrender. I have never been in the level of surrender, meaning life, you're in charge. I'm not even putting my agenda on this as I have been more recently. And, and when I say that, like in the past, I wasn't even going to make time for this. It's like, all right, I'll, I'll take a day off and then I'm back at it. Versus this level was like, however long this takes, I'm going to rearrange my entire world around this because I'm going to support what's happening because I actually get it now. So I realized like in my whole life, like I, I literally have never, I've hardly ever been like on the couch for a day, like just really hasn't happened. And if that does happen, it's maybe one day and then I'm kind of like half and half ass the next day and getting, you know, right back into it. Um, this was like, nope, you are floored. You are going nowhere. This is happening for you. Go with it, flow with it. And I was a hundred percent on board for that. And it was like way more days than I could have imagined. And it did bring me through a journey where some energies of like, helplessness, powerlessness, fear um, were arising, right? That's just resistance. Then there was this whole couple days of like total dissolutionment. Nothing that's happening in my body makes sense. Why is this, why am I so sick? What the heck is this continuing for? Um, nothing I'm even saying here in this broadcast, like, like I couldn't even calibrate that. It was like apathy. Like I believe nothing, but sort of secret ingredient for me was I maintained the ability to observe that. I didn't buy into it. I didn't give it energy. I just saw like, oh, wow, I'm so like out of this. Like I'm so overwhelmed. Like I'm completely apathetic. I'm just letting everything go. Um, and I saw a lot of like the powerlessness at some points. Like I just cried of how I felt helpless. Like what is happening? And this is so incredibly uncomfortable you know when you have like writhing and, and like chills and like pain and uh but all the time there was a part of me yes i'm on board for this i am in surrender to whatever this process is so things move through and things move through and it, it went so so deep um a lot of water that's the other thing is surrender <laughs> give yourself time and like actually go down into it instead of trying to get back up out of it uh and then the other piece was was water <laughs> how we use water how we befriend water i have a great video on my youtube about um it's a water ritual i do it every single day um and then letting go right like writing why is <laughs> like what am i ready to catharse through this process that my body is helping me with. So like that first foundational thing is no longer seeing it as wrong. I'm not in that electromagnetic reality of resistance to what is and resistance to what is happening and fighting what's happening. And, but I got to make sure I figure it out, support yourself through it. So, it, it, you know, that's kind of like, but the first thing is like not making it wrong. The second thing is get clear on why. And the third thing is support, not suppress. And that's where I talked about surrender, <laughs> give it time, go into it, not try to get out of it, uh, use water. And then the letting go process we'll talk about in a sec. So the don't making it wrong, we've sort of digested that quite a bit, right? What if you're in a detox and a purging, not a, oh, this big bad virus got in and now it's taking over my system. Ah, oh, help me. What if that's not actually what's happening? In fact, the um, physiologic data we have to see the viral illness process has never actually shown invasion. What it's showing is the cells releasing information and the cells detoxifying and um, purging information and data out. So it's pretty fascinating when we look under electron microscopy, uh, what are the cells actually doing during that quote unquote viral invasion or viral infection? Uh, it's a purging process. It's a detoxification process. And it's a transmission of information, a rearrangement of DNA and cellular information process. 
Okay. Um, so the second piece is we get clear on why. Why is this happening? I already had that. I had set a huge intention last like February for, um, yeah, I'm really ready to live a hundred percent from the true self. Like no more little residues of like fear and graspiness and any like manipulation that maybe subconsciously was going on in my system or where am I, uh, in authenticity versus like trying to be authentic, um, that I was ready for way more surrender. I was aware of the pain in my life and the limitation and lack in my life as a result of any ways my system was still playing out that shit. Um, and if you look at, you know, like think about your most challenging relationship and you're like, oh, immediately feel contraction in my solar plexus or pressure in my chest with like obligation or anger or, you know, who knows what's going to come up. You will feel these energies right? Those are energies you're carrying. They're energies in your system. You can purge that to be free, or you can kind of keep holding that and playing that record. My um, awesome, amazing, beautiful friend, Mary, this morning, we were talking about this process because she's been in similar experiences. She's like, yeah, basically I was so sick and thought something was wrong and talked to my um, person I had been working with and said, oh, no, no, you're okay. Your story is just falling apart. Right. So what if maybe you're in this like huge illness process? It's super intense, but you realize like, oh, it's okay. My story is just falling apart. So what's the story? What's the story you've been living? Right. Like maybe you're starting a new business and you're like, oh, what do I know? I don't have the right credentials. Who do I think I am? Maybe there's an aspiration to like, whoa, be a huge contribution or write a book or start a project or like, I don't know make a meal. Like it could be anything. And you think, um, oh yeah, but I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, it won't work. So doubt. These are just energies in the body. They are not the truth about you. A lot of these energies have been in your lineage, like great, great grandfather, grandmother, this one, that one. And it actually gets passed down in the DNA. There's information. It's an imprint in the DNA, if someone was raped, if someone was in impoverished, if someone watched someone um, precious, you know, die or had a, other kinds of hardship, it actually gets imprinted in the DNA, in the information, and it will ignite a sense of um, powerlessness, igniting the uh, fight or flight nervous system in a whole different way where you're like, Jesus, I've always had plenty of money, but why am I so afraid with money? And if you were to go back and read into your own lineage, it's like, whoa, this and this and this happened how many generations back? And it gets imprinted in the DNA. So we have a lot of data just demonstrating this with mice. You know, they have like generations down and those mice still exhibit a fight or flight response to a given stimulus, even though they haven't had exposure to that stimulus, right? Like their, their ancestors were exposed to that stressor and their ancestors responded with fight or flight. But now it's like generations later where there is no actual threat, uh, it's still in the DNA and those little mice will still respond very specifically to those stressors. So this is how our intelligent system works. And when we are ready for a purge, meaning we're coming into a dimension beyond that, like, whoa, I really am ready to be good with money and be comfortable with money and live in fluidity with having plenty of money. And then the system and the DNA and the physical is like not aligned with that. Your system will actually go through a recalibration. It can be very uncomfortable. It can be very uncomfortable. And if I think I am my body, my body is broken, uh, or I shouldn't be feeling this, we're putting a lot of resistance in the system, and now we suffer instead of just have an experience, right? I'm having an experience where there's so much heat in my body and fever. I'm having an experience where I'm so uncomfortable and writhing. I'm having an experience where there's so much head pressure and 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 severe pain. That's, I'm not saying that's fun, but that's one thing. Adding the level of, and this shouldn't be happening is what makes it actual suffering. The biggest key I have found 
to allow these energies to move through and support this recalibration for your benefit. is to remember this is happening for me. Is to remember this is happening for me. Is to begin to support it instead of suppress it. And I think the key, key, key nidus of all of that is to say, to be willing to have the experience I'm having. To be willing to have discomfort, to be willing to have pain, to be willing to have you really fill in the blank that goes beyond words. Because if you drop into an experience, it goes from like, oh, I'm having fever to, oh, there's so much heat and dryness to, oh, there's energy moving at a deep level. The more you drop into it, the more it you are beyond the words you know, if like you say, um, so David Hawkins, I talked about before, uh, has this whole book on this called Healing and Recovery. And he basically says the same thing. Like if you're just willing to enter the experience, the energy moves. But if you're like, oh, I have a duodenal ulcer. I have autoimmune disease. I have fibromyalgia. Now you're creating a thing that represents an experience but is not actually an experience itself. So he says like, you cannot experience a duodenal ulcer because it doesn't exist. It's just a label pointing to something that does exist. And if you're willing to like erase the chalkboard of those labels and those um, definitions and those sort of like, <laughs> like a definitive thing, like MS, I have MS. That's not actually a thing. It's just a label we use to describe a process. And there's been a lot of misunderstanding about that process. So, of course, the label sounds like so daunting. I have cancer. Oh, no. And then there's all this meaning that goes along with that label. Unnecessary. He, he, he sort of points this out as well. Like if you just drop into the experience, it's just energy. It's sensation. It's often also emotion. And when we're allowing an emotion, <laughs> the energy moves. It's only what we resist that persists. <sighs> I'm proud of myself and grateful that I was willing to have the experience I had. And I know I let so much move through. Uh, but this second stage, right? So one is like, don't make it wrong. <laughs> Reframe what's actually happening. It's a detox, not a a wrongness. And the second is be clear on why I had some awareness, even when I was totally disillusioned and kind of lost that, I had some awareness of who am I becoming? Who do I get to be as a result of allowing this to move through? More free. It's a huge one. More integrity, more access to my authentic power. <laughs> and I haven't done a lot with uh, sound calibration, but you know, when you calibrate someone's voice, you can get a read of, um, you know, how authentic are they? How much life force is going through their body? Um, that is for sure. There's no question there's more life force coming through my body right now. Um, so there's more creativity, <laughs> more, more uh, love, compassion, wealth, you know, because you're you're thinking with your clear mind now, not the program mind. Um, so get clear on why, like what, and then you could get into specifics, like oh, I finally have success in my business. Oh, I finally have an amazing time with my kids. I'm really present and enjoying them, and I'm having so much fun and joy and love in my life. Like you could get really specific about it, or you could just keep it really general. But you've got to have that clarity. If you have that clarity, you're gonna freaking you're gonna do it. Like if someone told you, um. You know, you made a list of like, here's who I get to be. I'm free. I'm partnered with my ideal person. I'm enjoying my life like never before. I'm in compassion so much that there's no hard feelings about the past. I, I feel alive and enthusiastic every day. Okay, so there's the thing. And someone's like, all right, well, we're going to give you the shot, right? Here you go. And it's going to hurt like freaking hell. But, you know, maybe it's going to last 20 seconds. And then you're good. And as a result of this process, like you're embracing all of that. You would do it. <laughs> If you had a strong enough vision and you connected with it enough with your yes, it's like hell freaking yes. Pain is not the problem. Suffering 
is. And when you resolve this whole context of how we see health, how we see the body, how we see what we are, there's a lot more surrender. There's a lot more willingness to surrender to the higher self and let the higher self move through your body, you know, pump your blood, awaken your system, re resolve all of that disease, which is, is essentially what happens. Um, and it's, that's not a, a questioned scientific reality that is absolutely founded in, in our current science. Um, so yeah, so the third part is support, not suppress, right? If you knew you were in a, a, um, a recalibration, that would make all the difference for everything you've been asking for you would support it, not suppress it. So who are the people I'm getting around? Who are, who are the people I'm listening to, right? What do you mean you're not going to go to the hospital? You have to go. You're about to die. Okay, maybe maybe let's look at that, right? But you kind of, let's get that conclusion out so I can look at truth. Will going to a hospital serve me the most and in moving into this version of who I am? And it's either a yes or it's no, right? It's, it's actually, it's either a yes or it's a not yes. It's kind of a funny phenomenon to think about, but when you do that calibration in the, you know, in the nervous system of truth, falsehood, it's not, there's no, no, there's yes or not. Yes. You know, it's either the, the life force coursing or slowing. Um, and so who, who are the people I'm around? What are the things that I'm doing? Uh, what are the choices I'm making? What's the work I'm involved in? Is that actually serving my highest? Um, how do I feed and nurture my body? Do I feed and nurture my body from the conclusion of like, these are the good foods. Oh, I shouldn't eat those things. They're bad. Or do I feed and nurture my body from the awareness that everything is energy and that the primary, uh, effect is going to be about why am I eating this? Am I eating this to love myself more fully? Am I eating this to nurture myself into wholeness? Or am I eating to reactively avoid my emotions? You know, it's not about good food, bad food. It's about why am I ingesting that food and how am I ingesting that food? How am I interacting with that food? What's my awareness of that food? Is it a high frequency, high vitality? And I'm going to eat that because I love myself. Or is it like judgment, fear? I'm going to eat that because I'm so afraid of having inorganic fruits, you know, totally different result. Uh, so how I feed my body and then, you know, finding that surrender. <laughs> Am I willing to surrender what I think in order to receive the truth of what I know? Uh, allowing that time. I like cleared so many things off my schedule. My husband helped so much with the kids. I literally like at one point was like, you guys just watch whatever you want because I am not, I'm not getting off the couch. Like this is, this is this and I'm going to have to let go. And so guilt, like there was so much guilt that I was like, I'm not buying into that anymore. I'm just going to let that purge out. So huge layers of shit. Um, and I realized that unlike my prior self, where it's like, oh, I can't be sick. I've got to be productive. I can't be sick. There's better things for me to be doing. I very much knew and was aware that there is nothing better I could possibly be doing than committing and allotting this, my energy, all of my energy to go into this process. There's nothing better I could possibly be putting my energy or time into than letting my body go where it needs to go right now and do this process. Um, of water, <laughs> lots and lots of water, lots and lots of Epsom salt baths, uh, lots and lots of, um, cause that really supports detoxification, hydration, uh, and then the last part I did, I did say I would touch on this with letting go. And the, <laughs> we did this awesome process with my daughter, Gemma, the other day. And she, she knew what was going on because she had also gotten a little sick too. And she just gets it. So she lit all these candles and we did this letting go process. And so we each wrote down on a piece of paper, um, everything we're ready to let go. And she actually said to me, like, I wish you could just know you're enough and like put down the phone and like, let everything, you know, let go of trying to do more. And I, I really appreciated that. And that was certainly another layer of subconscious density that was in my system to a degree. So I wrote everything down. I'm ready to let go of this. I'm ready to let go of that. And you can go as extensive as you want, you know, write it all down. And then you take that and then we burned it. We burned it outside in like a container and she, you know, 
let us, she actually had us roll it up. <laughs> so cool how she did this. And she had this specially marked jar all of this thing. And then we stuck it, you know, we lit the bottom and we stuck it in the jar and you know, the whole thing goes up in flames. And then we put the ashes outside. Mom guilt. Yeah. Letting go of mom guilt and obsessing over who needs to be, what needs to be done is huge. Yeah. And there's nothing like an illness where you're kind of incapacitated to let that come up. You're like, I'm not feeding them the, the, what I think is the best thing right now. I'm not nurturing them with these activities and engagement with me right now. Like I'm doing the opposite. I'm totally withdrawing my attention from them. And so all the guilt will come up. Right. And in the past I would, you know, like tense against that and, and try to get better and get back at it. And thankfully that was not what happened this time and not the choice. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Yes. Uh, we've got lamb, lamb by lamb, be curly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Katie, eat for short-term energy instead of long-term energy. Uh, that's one way to think about it. Um, I don't know if I really align with that specifically, but um, eat with presence. You know, where am I and what's happening and how am I taking this in? Because whatever state you're in, if you're nurturing that state, you're going to get more of that. So if it's fear and control, you're going to get more fear, lack, and the sense of needing to control. Um, how do you, uh, oops, <laughs> people are making great recommendations for each other. Uh, pain is not the problem. Surrendering is <laughs> Philippa. Um, hold on a sec spiritual midwife. This is next level powerful. You dropping in to such surrender is felt. Phew. Thank you for bringing this and being this. <laughs> well, when I, when I was um, writing, you know, Alicia will ping me usually on a Monday. Hey, what's our topic for this week? And then I basically just check in and usually I'll know right away. Uh, and sometimes it will take a little more of a exploration and this time I knew right away and I was like, oh shit, no, I can't talk about that. <laughs> I'm not ready to talk about that. I don't, you know, and it was like, Kim, do you want to be protected or are you, will you choose to be raw? You choose to be, um, you know, as much of a contribution as you can. And it was like immediately instantaneously. Yeah, no, this is not about being protected and being cautious. This is about, um, truth because you don't want to wait for that, right? Like, oh, I could have used this a year ago. Whoa, let's let's be as authentic as we can right now. Let's show up as fully in our true self as we can right now because maybe you're here to create solutions for the world that haven't been created yet, that like millions of people are starving because of it. Don't make them wait another 10 seconds, which, which kind of brings me back circle with the Be The Medicine program and how this is not for like, oh, you know, get better at A, B, or C, or do better marketing for your business, or here's three strategies to make more money selling your product. Like <laughs> That is exhausting. You know, that puts people back into the fight or flight reactivity and creates just more lack. Um, but what we're really doing in the Be The Medicine work is awakening that life force in you. Every moment, every choice is either awakening more of that life force to course through your being and your system and create your life and your world or doing the opposite of that. And so let's, let's wake up. Let's wake up when we don't even know is, is being suppressed. Um, I'm going to share the link for that again, because that's our next, you know, group where I'm going to be working with people live and assisting you. It's a four month process of awakening that life force in you for creating your life, your relationships, your, your, your work, um, your, your money and your relationship with money. And in fact, that's the huge piece of it right up front in the four month, because one of the biggest blockages people have is like, I'm not worthy. I shouldn't have that. And, and it's not usually conscious, but it's still actively suppressing your life. Um, so for people who want to look into that to possibly work with me live in that journey, it's drkimd.com forward slash BTM. Tara, this is brilliant. I just ordered the ancestors within. <laughs> Check it out. I'm proud of you. Yes. Giving me hope again. Last month I was about to give up and look into ways to check out. God bless you. Whew. 
Holly, I have noticed profound changes when I shift from explaining to allowing myself to just experience and feel what I'm feeling. I've used this with my clients as well. And I see the changes that happen in seconds. This is awesome. Thank you. That is so, that shows the power of when we are being the medicine versus just like trying to teach someone about the medicine. Like, no, it's not, it's not about the physical pill. It's about the embodiment you uh, you choose that lets that transmission of consciousness come and open life force in the other. And that's really what healing is. Awesome. You're such an inspiration of what it means to be embodied. I still struggle with wanting to escape and I judge my body. Good. So just observe that, see that, notice that, welcome that. As you do, you are already in the consciousness beyond it. Awesome. I have PTSD, emotional flashbacks, panic attacks. What's the best tool? I feel like nothing is working. Yes. So that's one of the things that shows us when we're in resistance instead of surrender. It's not working. It's not working. It's not working. Every time I'm in the energy of it's not working, it's because there's an expectation of what I want to happen that is other than what is happening. But what we've seen that actually creates the healing is to be in the embodiment of what's happening. So it's so like, kind of like a counterintuitive, wait, but if I fully embody what's happening, isn't that just going to make it, you know, worse because I'm not like resisting it, but it's the opposite. It's only what you resist persists, what you embody, what you embrace, what you breathe and allow will transmute total opposite, you know effect. Mm, thank you guys for being here. How do you know if something is heavy and is a no or if or if it's to allow the heaviness to move? Yes, allow the heaviness to move because now you're not feeding it. Breathe it, let it move. Um and the more you're dropped in, the more you're going to sense, you know, so if you know, okay, should I stay in this relationship? It's never about should I eat this? Should I do this? Should I take this job? Will taking this job serve my best and highest? will um, staying in this relationship serve my best and highest expression of self. And if you're going weak or you just, the way I do it, because I actually don't do a lot of the kinesiologic testing, I will tune in and feel the calibration and feel the heavy light and immediately know a yes versus a not yes. And so sometimes it's a big choice of like, whoa, I'm going to leave that relationship but you can also calibrate that, right? Like what's the most loving, authentic, and, and generous way for me to make that change and leave a relationship? And so now you're letting in a new awareness, right? Because the old self would have been like, I'm breaking up with you. You're bad. Bye. Versus um, a whole different way of doing it that maybe never occurred to you before, which will actually serve that person as well as yourself. I keep getting more sick when I try to resist all of this, that it should not be happening and I should not do my life until I get back to my old self. Now I see it. Oh, thanks, Sylvia. <sighs> I'm going to do a lot of rest today because I'm definitely, there's still processing stuff, processing out. And I canceled a, a group thing I had today. Jess actually messaged me and said, you want me to reschedule that. And like the first blip was like, I can do it. And it was like, what the frick are you thinking? Like, yes, you're going to benefit from moving it to next week. Like this is a no brainer. And so, um, you know, the old self who's like, I'm not enough. I got to do more. I got to keep it going. Would not have been able to make that choice. No, I'll do it all. And then the true self, which is more and more coming in will inform me, let this go till next week. Like that's the wise thing to do. And everyone will benefit as a result when you do choose the wisdom. But but I'm just explaining my you know little little blips that have come up. Like, and I said to Jess, um, yeah, I'm <laughs> definitely gonna benefit from moving that. So now not only just advocating for myself, but having like others, you know, my, my husband's like, I want to take care of the kids, you do nothing. Okay, that's great. You know, and Jess messaging me and and you know, my whole team has been so supportive. Like we're good. Do nothing. Take it easy. And, uh, you know, I can feel that really serving me. So, um, I am going to rest <laughs> a little bit and 
I'm so grateful we could connect this way. Um, I definitely want to invite you to the webinar we're having next week. We will do uh, the workshop. We will do some deeper integration of what we've talked about here and of specifically allowing yourself to be creating your life at that level of who you really are instead of just creating more <laughs> hamster wheel and more of the program. So specifically for those who are um, awakening to the awareness that you have something to contribute, that you want to be in service and contribution to the world and yourself, um, and maybe doing something that's never been done before, or in a, a coaching or healing business, or in a, you know work that is um, service to others. Um, this is a workshop to elevate the frequency of your business and your work. So that's at drkimd.com forward slash workshop, and I will see you there. Any other pieces that need to be clarified? No, thank you. Okay. I am uh, so grateful that that came through how I wanted it to come through. Does longer term chronic illness mean your story is falling apart and you're recalibrating? Yes. Or just playing out. Does becoming aware of your story allow it to start unraveling instead of just continue? Yes. Thank you for a thriving family path. Yes. 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 When you become aware of the story, this is like the tricky thing. It's like, oh my God, I've been totally living the story, right? You've just expanded into a consciousness beyond the story. That is the level that lets the whole thing transmute. But what happens in the mind is like, oh my God, I've been living the story. Where did it come from? How did I get it? How do I get it out? I've got to make sure I stop doing it. Oh no, if I keep doing this, it'll be bad. Like that is not helpful. <laughs> So don't let awareness give you like more shit to work on. <laughs> let awareness be the medicine. Thank you guys. Beautiful what we are creating together. Thank you. And uh, I will see you. I'll be here every week at 11 a.m. Mountain Time for Mind Body TV. Subscribe in YouTube <laughs> at Dr. Kim Duramo. Uh, you can subscribe at drkimd.com for um, our, our newsletter, information about ongoing offerings that we have, uh, events and things that are going on, um, as well as always more mind-body tools and insights that will help assist your own personal expansion. Um, the mind-body community is where we continue the conversation for uh, mentorship. Jess and Alicia and some other amazing, awesome people are in there who are walking this journey and 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 connecting with their wisdom and will assist you in connecting with your wisdom, the wisdom that is in you. And that is the most important thing that you can possibly do. So you're welcome to join us in the mind body community. If you are in Facebook and, um, come on and join us live in the workshop in it's about a week, next week, drkimd.com forward slash workshop. Love you guys. And I'll see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.